0: will be in the book of Matthew. But before we get uh, into the Scripture, you know, I, I like to go to auctions. I, I don't know. I see some of you at the auctions, so you, you probably like them as much as I do. Uh, but I, I like to go to auctions, and I'll watch about anything sell. I will. I, I don't care if they're selling pieces of junk wood. It's about half rot, and I'll, I'll sit there and watch them sell that stuff. If they're selling cars, they're selling whatever. I, I love to go. Uh, I like to see... Uh, some of the things that go on at an auction. And at an auction, uh, I am oftentimes very surprised at what things sell for. I am. I, I see some things that I don't think are worth nothing. Uh, they, they were selling, uh, last night I was at an auction, and they were selling table saws that didn't work, and they were getting 60 bucks, you know, for, for something that didn't even work. Uh, they told them it didn't work. And, uh, you know, it surprises me. I see a $79 item that you could buy at a store sell for $78. At an auction, I'll see a seven hundred dollar item sell fifty bucks, and surprise people don't see value in some of the things that are going through the auction, and oftentimes we're very similar as Christians. we do not see the value uh, we do not see what Christ is worth. We're Christians folks we we've accepted Jesus christ we're followers of jesus we're supposed to act like it, and behave like it, portray him. In, in a lot of our in a lot of our daily walk of life, you know, is he worth? We have to decide what Jesus is worth. Is he worth fifteen minutes? Is he worth thirty minutes? Is he worth as much time as we can give him? On Sundays, we make decisions on uh, what Christ is worth. We determine what he's worth. Is he worth getting up, coming to church? Is he worth going to Sunday school? Is he worth uh, how much we put in the offering? Is he worth? Uh, So much of so many things in our life. Is he worth special prayer at an altar? Is he worth listening to the message and trying to apply it to our lives? Is he worth all the things that we try to be? Is he worth opening a songbook and singing our hardest? Is he worth it? We have to ask ourselves uh, is Christ the Messiah worth it today? And an even better question is following Christ worth it? Is following Christ? Is being a Christian worth it? I often I often tell Jesus in my own personal prayer life that I want to be closer to you, but when the week goes on, that's not the case. I don't want to be closer to him. And I've seen that in my own life, and I think that if we ask ourselves, if we really reflect on our own lives, our prayer life, our study life, everything that we have, uh, worshiping Jesus, being kind, being loving, being giving, you know, those Christian uh, like things that we're supposed to be doing, if we really reflect on how we live our lives, a lot of us don't want to be close to Jesus if we really pay attention. Because sometimes being Jesus is a sacrifice. Being Jesus, we have to determine the worth. Uh, being uh, following Jesus and being a follower of Christ takes something. Okay? And if you're in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, is where we'll be reading the scripture from this morning, uh, Matthew 13, verse 44 is where we'll be reading that scripture. Matthew thirteen forty four. if you would, uh, this morning, if you can, please stand uh, to pray reverence to the reading of the Word of God. Matthew thirteen forty four. the Word of God says this. It says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and sell all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come together here this morning. Lord, I I thank you, uh, Lord, for just uh, allowing us to open our doors, to gather. We ask, Lord, that you watch over. Uh, all the different problems in our society and in the, in the world lord father in our church we have so many things that uh, we, we need your help with we need leadership we need guidance we need correction lord i i thank you for the scripture that you've used and uh, helped us in our studies this week and that we can uh, bring it to the church lord i just pray that we have open ears uh, we have uh, open hearts that we can apply it to our lives and lord i pray uh, lord father that somebody here that's, that's lost and undone this morning will make a decision before it's everlasting too late in jesus name i ask amen you uh, can be seated now in the book of, of Matthew chapter 13 these these three verses that we read we see Jesus tells two different stories he tells a story about two different men and each one of them I want you to understand found something of great value they found something uh, that was very highly valuable uh, one man uh, when he finds that he sells all of his belongings and the other man just sells everything that he has. Both of them pretty much sold through everything that they had so that they could acquire these treasures. Now, uh, one of them uh, is hidden in a field, and one of them is a beautiful pearl. And it's it's very easy to understand those things. I think most of us understand what a great treasure is. Most of us understand what pearls are. Uh, but Jesus says that these things, finding this pearl and finding this treasure and selling everything that they had to acquire it, is like the kingdom of heaven and so we want to take just a little bit this morning and trying to understand what Jesus is trying to say about finding these treasures uh, uh, Jesus shows us uh, that our commitment to him uh, must be like what these two men did so our commitment to him uh, of heaven the cost of heaven what heaven is is relative to what these two men did and they gave up everything in their life to get it now you, you, you might say that Zach, are you telling us to go home and sell everything that we have? No, I, I don't think that's scripture, and I can't find basis of that. but I want you to understand when, when these people found this valuable pearl, and when this person found this valuable treasure, they decided that that thing was more valuable than anything in their life and no matter what their bank account had in it, no matter how much property they had, no matter what kind of car they drove, that when they got home, they found something that was so amazing, uh, so much better than anything they had ever seen, they had to get rid of everything else. That was so good, nothing could compare to what they found. Now, I'd like to first say that, you know, they gave up everything to commit to Christ. Do we want... And do we have that kind of hunger for Christ today? Would you be ready to give up everything? Are you ready to give up everything in the world to follow Christ? And that's a, that's a hard question. We, we like our stuff, okay? We, we like our belongings. We like our homes. We, we love things. We, we grab on to stuff. And, hey, I, I, I'm just as bad as anybody probably in this room, maybe worse. And then grabbing on to things and keeping them, Okay? We are so guilty of looking at the world and acquiring certain things. One man finds a treasure. One man finds a pearl. It's easy to understand our commitment begins when we discover Jesus. When we discover Jesus. Now think of the day that you got saved. Think of the day that you first realized, man, if I don't accept Christ, I'm going to go to hell. That's That's discovery. And the discovery, a part of this, is they, uh, they find these certain things. Now, today, I, I want you to realize that each one of you could be discovering Christ. I don't know your hearts. I don't know your lives. I don't know who's saved, really. You know if you're saved, but today we don't know. I, I, I don't know. You only know today. And you know that if you've discovered Christ, you know that you've accepted Him. But today you could be discovering Him. You may already know, and you need to make a decision today to follow Him we can examine what is going on with these two men's lives. What's amazing is that one of them was randomly walking through a field. Do y'all realize what it says in Scripture? He's randomly walking through a field and finds a treasure. Was he looking for a treasure? Doesn't say he was. He just happenstance comes upon a treasure. That is one of the ways that sometimes we find Jesus. We're not looking for him. He finds us. He knows exactly where we are and what kind of shape that we're in. And what does the other person do? One person, happenstance, stumbles across a treasure in a field. The other one has spent his life seeking valuable pearls. So what does that mean? We've got one person that Jesus just shows up in their life and they just turn and say, hey, I'm going to get everything that I have, get rid of it and get this stuff. The other person, what do they do? They've been looking for it. There are two different people here. One is looking for for valuable things. The other one just happens to find it. The same way in the church today, we have people that are not looking for a blessing. They are not looking for Jesus, and they find it. And we have people that spend their whole lives searching for something to make their lives valuable, and they just found it. Isn't it amazing what goes on in our lives? Isn't it amazing? what goes on with how Jesus works. It's not just how Jesus is. I believe we all experience it differently. Each one of us were saved differently. At different times, we accepted Christ at different points in our life, in different places. I want you to know that I don't believe anybody's story is the same. No, they're not. If you try to say, I got saved the exact same way so-and-so did. You didn't, Okay. Even if you was at the same revival the same night and you accepted Christ the same second, you got saved differently. Something was different in the message. Something was different in the church. Something was different in your life. We all experience it differently. And these two men, when they found these two valuable things, they found them differently. Okay? Christ can not only happen for you until you... you dis- can't happen for you until you discover Him. You have to find him first you have to know who he is now when these two men obviously somebody walking through a field and they find something very valuable more valuable than anything they own because they sold everything they had to get this thing Uh, most of us would realize that if we saw a whole bunch of hundred dollar bills piled into a briefcase uh, okay now that makes sense to us right if we found that just laying somewhere we say oh my gosh We've, we've got to get this. <laughs> this is something valuable to us, okay? We, we we realize and we understand money, we understand cash. If we found big blocks of gold, we'd say, my goodness. If we found a mountainside that like it was solid gold, we'd say, Woohoo, I'm going to get rid of everything <laughs> and buy this mountain of gold. Why wouldn't we? It would make sense. And that's what these men did. Uh, they made logical decisions, okay? Uh, and we know that there's different avenues for Christians today to to realize and discover Christ, okay? That's either through friendships. That's either through going to church. That's either through uh, going to revivals. That's either through the television, as much as we don't... I don't want to admit that. It's sometimes through a television, uh, through a friend, through your Christian home that you were raised with. I, I want you to read... There's a lots of avenues that we can discover who Jesus is. And the day that we discover who Jesus is, that begins conviction. <laughs> It should. We discover who he is. And when the man discovered the pearl, do you think that that pearl was only on sale that day? Do you? Do you think that other people had walked by that pearl? Do you think that a lot of people had looked at that pearl and didn't see any value? Okay. The same way that we as Christians, sometimes we have people that come into church, they, they understand who Jesus is, but they never understand the value. They never see it. They don't understand, well, there's a heaven and hell. There's there's this and there's that. They don't understand the value of what they are, and no one has brought it to them before. With this with this pearl that he found, so many people had passed by it, but when this man saw the pearl, he saw something that was more valuable than anything else. In fact, it, once again, it was so valuable he got rid of everything. To get this pearl he saw value that other people did not see and if we truly recognize the value of our relationship with christ we would all be more committed if we truly understood the value that jesus brings to our life we would serve Him more. I want you to know we would pray more, we would give more, we would be more friendly. W- everything that we would do, we would love more, we'd be more patient. Everything that our, our characteristics of a true Christian, all these things, we'd do it more. We would. Every chance we got, we would do it if we realized the value. He's so valuable. All too often... We find things that we value more than Jesus. We do. Uh, we don't want to admit that. But we find things that we value more than Jesus Christ. We value other people's opinions more than we do Jesus's. We, we value uh, other people's opinions. We have friends that we value their opinion more than we do Jesus's. I don't have a friend, and you don't either, that's going to get you into heaven. You don't eternity in heaven. You don't have a, a family member that you have to get approval from because they're not going to get you into heaven. We don't have anybody in this world that we have to make happy, that we have to please in anything that we do. Our friends, ma- our friends' opinions don't matter. Your family's opinions don't matter. I'm tell you, that may hurt your family's feelings, but I tell you, they don't, they don't. They don't matter. If I hurt their feelings, serving the Lord. We, we worry about physical beauty. We worry about how we look in this world. I'm going to tell you before I say this, I'm not telling you not to go out and exercise or going out in the public and looking nice is bad and not stinking and stuff like that. But I want you to realize something, that those things, as we get older, we're going to get wrinkles. You can lift all the weights you want to. You can have Botox stuck all over your body and try to lift up everything in the world. You can try to cover up and put makeup on whatever you want to. But eventually, we get old. If you're blessed, eventually, uh, we lose our strength. Eventually, we get wrinkles. Eventually, uh, we have things that happen to our bodies, and we ain't the same that we was at 20, or 30, 40 years old. We get older, okay? And so many times, so many people spend so much time and effort into looking nice. I pick at my wife. She ain't here. you don't tell her I said this. But she makes us late to about everything. <laughs> I'm surprised we get to church on Sunday. And I, I know that we're late sometimes, but, you know, man, if I wouldn't say nothing to her, we'd be 30 minutes late every Sunday. I go ahead and get up an hour before her sometimes, get all my stuff ready and I'm just saying, hey Kim, we we got 15 minutes. We, we, we got 15. Okay, we got five minutes. You about ready? Hey, can you can you do that? No, no, we can't cook the kids' breakfast. We got five minutes. We we gotta be We'll pick up something on the way. And we she spends a lot of time making herself look nice. And that's fine. I think she looks nice. But we spend so much time with that. How much time do we spend with Jesus? How much time do we focus on it? What about money? Oh, that's, that's going to get in y'all's pocketbooks. going to get on everybody's mind. Hey, we, who here doesn't like money? <laughs> I, I think everybody in here, if I asked you, yeah, you like money? Well, yeah, I like money. I like to have extra money laying around. I like to be able to do this and do that. I don't believe the hand, if you're being honest with yourself, if I asked you if you like money, most of you, yeah, okay. I'm not asking you to because I don't want to embarrass you. But hey, We value money and I want you to understand that the more money that you get, the more money that you need, the more money that you spend. When you get more, you spend more and I've never understood that. Every time I've ever got a raise, uh, three or four months later, look, my bank account's always the same and nothing ever gets better. You can't buy happiness. You can't (laughs) spend enough money uh, to make you happy. Everyone in here, I want you to understand something. We can't buy happiness, and the ones that are in here today, I I want you to know that in the end, everyone in here deserves to die, and you deserve to go to hell. That's a hard truth. It gets a little quiet when you say that. Everybody in here dies. Everybody in here deserves to go to hell. We do not deserve Christ. We don't. Who loves you more than Christ? Nobody. Who gives you joy? Hardly nobody but Jesus. Who gives you peace? Who gives you security? Uh, Who gives you strength? Who gives you life instead of death? Who gives you light instead of darkness? Uh, Who gives you uh, forgiveness instead of condemnation? Uh, Who gives you all these blessings in your life? The Bible tells us that all good things come from the Lord. If you've got something good in your life... It comes from God. Ain't that good to know? Everything that we've been blessed with has come from God. This whole world, even though it may be a tor- it may be tormented, it may be torn down, it may have a virus, it may have whatever, the goodness that surrounds us is so much more. Everything in this world that you can see, touch, smell, whatever, is created by Jesus for us to enjoy, to be around. What kind of goodness... What kind of value can you place on that? You can't. You cannot... In your if you're not if you're completely understanding of what's around us what kind of blessings we have the Sun comes up each and every day uh, this planet is spinning so many revolutions per second and uh, spinning and going so fast in space and going around the Sun uh, the science behind that it blows your mind to think about uh, how the seasons work and how the, the earth is tilted and, and how we have uh, solstices and summers and springs and all these different things that's Jesus What's he worth? What is it worth to follow him? He's done all these things for us. He's blessed us so far. We have to ask, what is Jesus worth? He's worth a lot more than I'm giving him. He's worth a lot more than this church can do. Okay? He's worth a lot more than I can do. He's worth so much more than what we can physically, ably, financially, whatever you want to think of this morning. Anything that we can do, he's, not, he's worth more. You can't outgive him. You can't outlove him. You can't outdo anything in his name. He's perfect. He gave a sacrifice for us, he laid down his life so that we could have life abundantly, free. Through faith. All you got to do is believe in Him. <laughs> I've never found something so simple to do that it tells us that we'll get eternal life just through faith in Jesus Christ, just by believing in Him. One more thing that we can get from this is that there was a deal. Now, I like a deal. I like to go through the process. You know, uh, at an auction sometimes when you buy something... Uh, You'll go through this process of bidding it, figuring out what it's worth to you, and going up to a certain. But, you know, in so many ways, uh, there's different things that can happen. I want you to realize that after they made these deals, you'll not see in Scripture that these people regretted what they did. Isn't that good to know? I think that when these people went out and sold everything that they had to get this treasure. There wasn't any remorse. There wasn't any, uh, I probably shouldn't have spent that money. That's not there. They went out and they bought, bought these things. And, and, and the best thing about it, they gave up all their worldly items to get an item that far surpassed the value of anything they owned. That would be the equivalent of you owning an old Ford Pinto and you trading it for a Mercedes. Okay? If you can find somebody that will trade you a, Mercedes, a brand new Mercedes for an old four Pinto, hey, who isn't going to make that trade? Who isn't going to say, yeah, I don't need this four Pinto. Give me that Mercedes. Well, that makes sense. It's the same thing with what these guys had. They didn't have anything as valuable as that. They got the deal of the century. Uh, there, was a, there was a treasure hidden, and it says he hid it, okay? The person that owned that field didn't even know that it was out there. He hid that thing back in the field, sold everything he had, and got that field. So I want this. There's nothing of value that I have. This guy bought this pearl. I want you to realize that the person that owned it probably didn't realize the value or the beauty of the pearl, but that guy had been looking for something so beautiful. Just as lost people today are looking for something so beautiful, they're going to see it in your life. They're going to see how you talk. They're going to see it in your church, how you represent your church. They're going to see it. How beautiful do you portray Jesus in your life? Now, they got the deal of the century. You know, at an auction, sometimes I buy stuff, and I tell you what, I, I, I think in my mind, I done got the deal of the night. That was a good deal. And sometimes after I buy something, I say, I probably shouldn't have bought that. I probably should have not quit bidding after a while. I paid too much. <laughs> sometimes I say, man, that's just a steal of a deal. I want you to realize that Jesus Christ is the steal of a deal. He's the best deal you're ever going to get. I don't care what you go to, what you buy, where you go, you'll never experience anything better. You'll never feel better. You'll you'll never be more loved than the day that you decide that you've discovered Jesus and you're going to follow him. You've found that value. I want you to know that you don't see these people let down they were happy. They were happy in the decision that they made that day. And I believe that every Christian today, the day that you were saved, you were probably happiest that day. You were more happy. You had tears. You had joy. You had, you had so many wonderful things going on in your mind that you experienced something that day that you'll never experience again. But praise God, we can experience daily that walk with Jesus. Every day they were happy to do this, and I want you to know something you're going to be happy too. If you're not a Christian today, if you've never accepted Christ, if you've never experienced this happiness that I'm talking about, you can get it today. I'm glad that he's willing and he's waiting. Accepting Jesus isn't about losing or getting the short end of the stick. The kingdom of heaven. This is what Jesus, is, what Jesus is trying to say. The kingdom of heaven is the best deal you're going to get. You're going to give up everything for this. How do we get to this place in our walk with Jesus? First, we must discover him. But then we must realize his worth. What is Jesus worth today? As they get a verse of some song ready this morning. I want you to think to yourself, do you see today what Jesus is to you? Do you see His worth? Will you make the decision today to accept Him as our Lord and Savior? I'm glad today that Jesus is far worth more than anything I can get in this world. It's just like this treasure hidden in this field. You may have stumbled upon Him. You weren't planning on getting saved today. You weren't uh, maybe planning on coming to church. You was going to skip out. It was whatever. Uh, you, you may have... Uh, been looking for Jesus this whole time. I'm glad today that it takes discovery and then it takes seeing the value. There's a lot of people that walk right, walked right by that pearl, walked right by that treasure, might not have ever saw it. But you've seen it. You know how good Jesus is to you. I hope that each and every one of you made a decision today or has made a decision to follow Christ. As we stand, what page you got, sister? 176.